Yeah, talking about Eufy.com. The Eufy video lock is unbelievable. Get it on Amazon. You can get it at Best Buy stores starting on May 20th. What is it? It's a smart lock, 2K cam, and doorbell, three-in-one, triple security, so you can have everything you need in one device rather than install many pieces on your front door. It's not just for security, but also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys like my wife. You can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. It's easy to install and set up with just a Phillips head screwdriver, no drilling required. It's got a keyless entry. No more fumbling for the keys. When hands are full, never worry about kids losing keys or passing among the renters of your house. You got a rental property out there? This is a must-have. I love this product. Uh, Just got it a couple weeks ago. Huge fan. Have the ring camera. It's okay. It's not as great as this, so I swapped it out. Uh, Go to Eufy Video Lock today on YouTube. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit EUFYofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your front door. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Got a great Wednesday afternoon show today. We had a guest on in the past, uh, Kelsey Sharon from Brass and Unity. Now she's got a new book that is out now. Uh, it is available for pre-sale. You know the rules on this show, kids. All pre-sales count towards the New York Times bestseller list. We've told you with all of our favorite authors in the past, please help her get there. Get a hardback. That's the easiest way to get to uh, the top of the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, you were a great guest last time. Thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me, and thanks for having me in studio. I know this is hard for you to be directly beside me, but I'm really stoked about it. Well, she's Dan, super it's, annoying. It's a, yeah, <laughs> it's any woman. Let's be honest. It's no. okay. I don't um, disagree. It's not just you. It's not it's any okay. woman. It's any human being. That's true. Like we, if you were a fucking uh, Boston Terrier or something, this would be perfect for me. <laughs> but I am celebrating today. Ooh. What are we celebrating? Uh, Tina Turner died. Oh Jesus! Oh so, shit! Dude. Like you know, I just I've had a rough time with her in the past. You have personally. Uh, yeah. Was it I mean, Proud she, Mary? No, she's not aware of any of this. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But I've just hated her for a very long time. I, I feel really? like you two have the exact same philosophy, though. So do I. Uh, which which parts of it? What's love but a secondhand emotion? <laughs> uh, sure, yeah, that part. But I wouldn't let a dude beat my ass for like years. Okay, right? fair, so, fair. You fair, might. Fair. I don't really respect that. You don't mind. You weren't. You weren't dating Ike. You don't know what he was. I like. would have. He was probably. I would have. I would have. I want to reverse tame the shrew somebody. I want to fucking turn out a super abusive straight dude yeah. and turn him out and just gay abuse him. Oh, my oh, God. Great. Just to bring some karmic justice to the universe. I think it'd mean? be great. Somebody's got to do the Lord's work. They do. And it's me. They do. Obviously. R.I.P. Tina. I, we didn't know that until about six minutes ago. Well, so, so in Canada, where she's from, uh-huh. which is not a real country anymore. Sure isn't. I don't nope. even know how they let you out of it. In there. Canada, if your feelings are hurt, they're just like, hey, you know what's a good solution for that is this suicide. Yeah. And oh. we'll pay for it. 
Made. Yeah, you guys talking yeah. about Made. Yeah, because uh, we talked about that. I yeah. sent that to you a while back, huh? I didn't Welcome think this was real. Oh, it's real. Well, no, 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 no. It's not only real. It's been happening since 2019. Fuck you, dude. I know, it's bad. Uh, so explain the, the, the process to yeah. the audience here, because okay. uh, last time you were on the show, it's weird. We, we named this episode as Canada the Most Woke Country in the World. Joe Rogan was talking about it, and uh, he was going through all the rules, regulations, everything yes. else. Last time you were here, uh, you guys were shut down, and the truckers had, had stopped, uh, and they were pulling money out of their bank accounts and shit because they were well, they protesting. they were freezing bank accounts for anybody that gave more than 20 bucks to the uh, uh, GoFundMe Right. Right. Yeah. And, and now uh, these suicides. Yeah, and that's not even, that's just the start of it. Bill C-11's full in place. That's our lovely Iron Curtain now over our internet, our censorship waves. I was bitching about that to you last time. I said, you know, people are being pretty well banned just like anybody else can be anywhere. But now it is, they're straight taking stuff down. They're talking about banning Fox News. Like they have the access to do it and then made happened and the only reason made came out and people started to find out it's medical assisted in dying and so canada started offering it to its canadian veterans in lieu of treatment and then the head of veterans affairs came out on the news on the west block i believe it was and had the audacity to say that it was one individual when i had five separate people send me voice recordings of it being offered to them through veterans affairs what the fuck? And it wasn't like they were asking for anything, like to the point where they were hinting and humming and hawing at it. They were, they were legitimately just saying, hey, the one lady was like, I was an Olympic athlete with you. I need a new wheelchair ramp in my house. I've been asking for 18 years. How about we just do it? And they were like, you know what's cheaper and better? We can just help you die. Yeah. Man. It's like, you, know, you know, you've got that friend where you can't necessarily complain to them about something because their solution to it is going to get everybody in trouble yeah you know what i mean like That's i can't Canada. Find, yeah it's it's the entire country <laughs> it's 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 in the middle of a free fall and you know what the best part was after i was on your guys' show i got i got hit by so many canadians who were like just fucking leave then and i was like that's not the point i think what you should have been responding with was holy shit this is happening to our country how are we so blindly deaf and dumb that we are accepting a lot of the things like do you guys know about soji in canada Oh, you're going to love this. Gonna no. Love okay, ready? Yeah. I don't know what Soji is. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be better than you think it is. I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm already tired. I need you to get over it. Yeah, you need to get the fuck like, over there's it. There's so many acronyms and Thank shit. You. I love all of this shit, dude. If they're off in their own people, yep. let's get what's Soji. Soji, sexual orientation and gender identification trading uh, at the kindergarten level to grade 12. What? My child was in kindergarten last year and came home with a book that says Jacob's New Dress. Okay. So we are now allowing our school systems to quite literally brainwash our children into being whatever they want to be starting in age kindergarten and British Columbia, Alberta and Ontario schools are running it and they could choose to not do it or do it, but they're doing it. My God, man. Um, what's with the concerted effort from all of these companies, it seems like, uh, to, oh. to make every kid trans or... Uh, inclusive or whatever the fuck it is. I saw the Target thing yesterday. Now, I had heard about the Target story. I, I thought it was a joke. I- I'm having a hard time deciphering what's real and what's not real on Definitely social media anymore. And, and you're wondering, too, if it's other companies who are kind of putting out you know, fake sketches to bring down other companies, everything else. So you take the Target thing. I thought it was fake. Um, I thought maybe somebody had posted it and it had just kind of caught fire. Uh, if you haven't heard in America, they had these bathing suits with... Uh, 
where you can talk yeah. for kids. Yeah, we have all that stuff. Binders for young girls. It, and they, what people don't realize is this is long-term damage you're doing. This isn't stuff you walk back and reverse very easily. And when they say, well, it's just chemicals and imbalances, that's not true at all. If you've ever had a TBI and had to treat, or men with low testosterone, mm. If you've ever had to treat testosterone, you understand how significant hormones play in the body. They are not something small to be toyed with. So when people like Target and you've got, you know, Bud Light and then you've got, what else? you got Maybelline. You've got, my God, Nike. You North need, Face had an ad today. Oh, for God's sake. So, oh, oh, Adidas recently. And then, oh, oh, my favorite is Levi Jeans. So everyone. Not has, Levi's. Levi's. Fuck. Yep. Fuck! Start burning shit. I don't hey, know what to Jesse, tell you. order me some new jeans. I gotta burn my Levi's now. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad what news. What happened to Levi's? Apparently, they started using men in women's clothing to advertise women's clothing. Because we're all the because we look I look the same as Dan. Well, I look I was fine with cowboys fucking you know yeah. like broke back right. Let it happen. Great. There was Levi's all over that place, mm-hmm. and I was amped about it because they were over 18. They were consenting adults. You want to butt fuck out in the in the in the woods? Great, Get you some. should be able to. Yeah, that didn't stop me from buying Levi's. Right, you got two consenting adults, and a great. I think you're missing the larger point, though. Correct. Right? No, which I, is I'm, that I'm making a joke of it. Obviously, men are but better so. at everything. Here we yeah. go. Including, yes, including at being women. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, you that, know that. that. Oh, I know that. Okay, but to you, that's oh, what that's yeah, what sure. this okay. that okay. is what this is all about. Right, this is the iron law of woke projection. It's what it's always been about. Look at the way that leftists have treated racial minorities and class minorities over the years, from communism to even the fucking Dixiecrat South. It's always been this steady stream of we're the party of the working class, we're the party of the minorities, but they constantly buttfuck these people, right? And Uh then they steal their culture away from them. And it's like you ask a black person if they're offended by something, and they say no, and then a white middle-aged woman gets offended on their behalf. Yesterday on The View, for example, right? Oh, was it view. Joy Behar telling Tim Scott and other black dudes that they don't know what it means to be black in America? Yeah. He's literally a black man in America. Now, yeah. he's a weirdo, says he's a virgin. He's like 50 years old. That's creepy. A.C. <laughs> Green was, though, too. every priest? Wow. You just you well, he's spit up a, your keys He's not a IQ. priest. He's a senator, right? Uh, and every <laughs> priest is not a virgin. They're all pedophiles, right? So. <laughs> But no, but seriously, here's what's happening is these companies, in all honesty, you get a subset of individuals because like uh, Dan and I both have had the amazing Dr. Deborah So on the show. Mm-hmm. And we really looked at the percentages of what the trans population really is representative of. And it's such a small, 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 tiny amount of the world population. So then you sit there and wonder, like, how are these multi-million dollar, billion dollar corporations looking at this and going, yep, we're going to do that. That's going to be our niche. I think what's happening in all honesty is it's at a point where people are more fearful mm-hmm. of, of the repercussions of not going along with the woke ideology than they are of just doing it and, and hoping for the best. I think it's a, it's a fear play. I honest to God do. Well, going back to the Target thing last night and, uh, and me you know, thinking this was a joke, uh, there was a guy we had on the show, Primetime Stein, mm. uh, 99, who uh, posted a <laughs> sketch inside of a, a Target. Well, not a sketch. It was just a live video where he went into a Target. Yeah. Um, you can pull it up, by the way, on uh, Bob on his Twitter uh, feed and show it went viral last night everywhere he went inside the target and tried on the girls bathing suits with the tuck option so he could put his penis no. inside the thing and it went viral now they also couldn't stop him because then you're going against uh, everything that you're promoting there right. 
And, uh, well, and so what, he was asking there is, oh my God, yeah. dude. I've never this, seen this, this is what the This art, is the only way I knew this was real. This is what the arts and. You can play the volume. We're, the, on, we're on Patreon. The arts, shit. like comedy and literature and stuff, this is what they do to power. You hold a mirror up to power and show how ridiculous it is, right? That's the Yeah, point. I saw it on TikTok too. Like if you read Shakespeare, it was primarily Target. about. Check there me is. out there. Tuck Friendly Pride Collection. Oh. That's right, guys. Extra crotch coverage, Tuck Friendly Construction. Thank you, Target. Here's, no, it is. here's what's crazy about this. Tuck, oh. Do they tell you how to tuck your dick in? Construction, okay. Well, there should be a diagram. Is that what the tuck oh, instructions are? Wow, it's so tuck oh friendly. And he looks beautiful in that. Um, not enough tuck on it, though. You can still see his penis. And just heads up on this. Mm -hmm. If you're in this, in the fashion space at all, you understand that this had to be designed, cut, and started to be made like six months ago. Oh, easily. This is not so, something you make overnight. But that's my point is they were going along with this a long time. Right. Extra coverage. He goes, that's awesome. Nobody's stopping him in the store. You can you can take it down now, uh, Bob, um, because the, with this last night, so that was the only way that I believed this story was I saw right. it there, and I was like, oh, shit. That was a real one. Because, again, I'm having a hard time with what's real and what's not real. And then last night... Uh, Target, their CEO, has called an emergency meeting uh, for this whole scandal now that's going on. But mm -hmm. why, why was it started? I mean, you had a perfect case study with Bud Lights. Show you how to exactly. ruin a fucking company. How is this even a possibility after that campaign? It blows my mind. So what was the emergency meeting of, of like who did this? Because to your point... This has to be cut and, and printed. A bathing suit isn't an overnight thing. We run a merch shop here. That's if right. we were trying to put a bathing suit inside the merch store, that would take at least probably three months at a minimum. Yeah. Maybe maybe longer for women's bathing suits. And we're talking about a couple of thousand units, not millions of units. Right? Exactly. Yeah, pardon me, kids, uh, because these are kids' bathing suits. But um, yeah. I, that makes it so much worse when you say that. It, it's fucked. It's absolutely fucked. But if, if it w weren't for people walking around doing this type of shit, and let's face it, Twitter used to ban him. Like, he wasn't. Oh, old. really? Yeah. I, I didn't know who this, this guy was. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, he's a, he back. He's a comedian. Back. Like, you've okay. probably seen him in. Um, uh, the tucked swimsuits are only adult size. Oh, they're only adult size. Okay, great. You've probably seen him in, um, on YouTube or Instagram or Twitter in city council meetings acting like a fucking Oh, retard. that's who that is? Yeah, he's on the blaze now. Oh, yeah, he's over okay, there. okay, okay, yeah. okay. But, but that's, the, that's the purpose. Like, that used to be the purpose of the arts, right? Like, most of Shakespeare's work was about the British crown and how fucked they were, right? Like, all these incestual stories and all this other stuff, and that's why a lot of people think that they believe that anonymous story theory or uh -huh. rather that it was like 16 different writers all contributing because if one guy was talking that much shit somebody would cut his fucking head off mm -hmm. probably right but that's what it that's what this used to be sorry that's what this used to be was people like us people like alex whomever right you all you don't have to do too much commentary you just hold the mirror up and say look what's happening it's fucking weird man mm -hmm. and yeah. that's why when all these parents go to fucking school board meetings and start reading from books that are available to their like four to eight year old children. It's disgusting. They start reading from the book and they get kicked out of the meeting because it's too profane. Mm -hmm. Oh that, yeah, that's pretty weird, right? I mean, what the fuck? Well, how old are your kids? So I have one, and he's going to be seven. 
Uh, it's going to be seven. Yeah. And does your husband go with you to these meetings and not lose his fucking mind? So like, here's, <laughs> I'm the, that that's me. My husband's the chill one. He doesn't agree with the damn thing, but we don't have meetings like this. There's PAC meetings. I don't go to, and I'll tell you why I don't go to the PAC meeting. I'd be taken out of the PAC meeting. I just have very aggressive private conversations with my son's principal on a regular ongoing basis because things like that and the fact that a kindergartner tried to cut another kindergartner's kid's throat with a key last year kind of prompted some real intense conversations with the school and myself. So this has been an ongoing conversation. When the book came home, the book never went back. And then we had a private conversation with the librarian and they showed us. They have a whole section where they have trans ideology promoting and pushing literature for children to read. So, so I'll with, do you one better. With Canada, I mean, you got you got suicides. Suicides. Somebody almost got his... Uh, Throat slit with a with a key. Yeah, my kid, my son. Have class. we been too hard on Drake all these years? Maybe Clearly. it is fucking dangerous. No, there. Drake is from Brampton. There it is. Thank you. He said it. I didn't. Um, What's Brampton? Where's that? At? Brampton, it's a fucking Ontario. suburb okay, of Toronto, it's and it's suburb. not where rough people come from. It's right. not. It's not at all. Um, there are some good uh, metal bands from there, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. And Drake. And so, Drake. I mean, it produces good artists, I guess. Yeah, it's got its own people. But the, the other thing is there's uh, there was a couple schools off of in British Columbia in kindergarten. They were getting sent home with a paper on how to masturbate and hide it from their parents. Kindergarten. Yeah, that's something you're supposed to figure out by yourself. Right? Yeah. You take chances, you take right? Chances. It's a, it's a, th- seriously, it's one of the things that happens during the prepubescent through pubescent time period where you learn to manage risk. I think that's a very important part of life is learning to manage risk by taking little small chances one after another. Uh, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not joking about this. Like I'm serious. And also the organic way that children uh, move into pubescence and discover sexuality. There's like, there's a reason we've just let that happen mm-hmm. for the entirety of human history is because it's weird, right? It's weird, but it's natural. So you just let it happen. You give them a little bit of information on how to stay safe, I guess. But for the most part, you're just like, fucking kids are gross, man. I'm not getting involved in that shit. Yeah, yeah because the, well, the reverse of it is uh, if you're teaching these kids in kindergarten, then they would feel pressured because they aren't doing something or don't understand something. Correct. Yeah, you're in like second grade. Well, what, you ain't jerking off? What, yeah. Are you some kind of queer or something? Yeah. yeah. That's what I would say. It's like a fucking bad after school special. You know, <laughs> yeah. We should do that. Yeah, it's go. like a kid that's just, he's in he's in third grade and he's already got a five o'clock shadow because he's getting <laughs> roasted so much for not pounding off. I mean, look, I think uh, Garth Brooks and standing outside the fire did an excellent job. Of American, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that was about a retard though. Yeah, but he was still they didn't want him on the track team yeah, because yeah, it was too yeah, dangerous yeah. and everything else. So, um, American standing, uh, American uh, Dad uh, did an episode where oh. Steve's ass hadn't come in yet and he was getting roasted by everybody at school uh-huh. so he put like two hands down the back of his pants <laughs> I, I always, like it i always go to cartoons to explain my social points right well and i think you have to it's either south park or south mcfarland sure what was the verdict when you went into the librarian in the school and all that shit just aggressive conversation and now my but son did is anything not, get done the only thing that got changed was my son my my son so because i was present and i was an aware parent and i was paying attention my son is not allowed he's not so when they go to library like if he goes over there they like you're not allowed over here but no other parent but no other parent everyone else is fun seems like every parent is just cool with this because no one wants to say anything because if they say anything, then they're hated, they're mocked, they're, if they have businesses, they're affected, they're afraid of this woke mob. And the mob is not, it's not that it's not real and it's not intense, but I'm so sorry, you're the grown-ass adult. Your job is to stand up to things like this. Why do you have kids then? 
I agree, and I'll go back to something you said earlier in the show about uh, some people bitching that's, you know, why not just move out of Canada? Well, I asked you on the show, I don't know if you remember. Um, you said, one, I love, I love it here. I'm from here, and I want to I be here. Right. Two, um, if I'm not speaking out about what's going on in my country, who is? And when you said that, I was like, yeah, I, I don't hear anybody on the fucking news. I don't hear any Canadians um, talking about what's going on there. And truthfully, if I didn't see that little clip from Rogan earlier about it, I had no fucking idea about the suicides and all that other shit going on. It's it sounds oh. hilarious. Well, and and so Jordan Peterson speaks up. Michaela speak. I mean, Michaela speaks out about other things. But there are people in Canada that are speaking out. You're just hearing them talk about different parts of Canada in different ways. So like Jordan talks a lot about accountability and and men and all of that, and he talks about it. And he's from Toronto and. He says all the time, you know, I, I talk to a lot of men in, in, in the area and he's talking about Canadians like these people are feeling this way for a reason. And he's seeing it and I'm seeing it. And the way that I'm seeing it, though, is through a militarized side where I'm having a lot of the community reach out to me and say, like, hey, do you know about this or have you heard about this? And what's happening is because of things like Bill C-11 that went through our information and what the government states and you probably know it better than I do. The They basically are saying this is going to protect Canadian content creators. This is going to protect uh, basically Canada as um, what sort I'm looking for here. They wanted to make sure that Canadians were, their content was being respected and seen, but it's doing the opposite. So since Bill C-11 Essentially came like in, a freedom of speech type of thing exactly. for Canadians. Yeah, and so this affects the internet, anything on the internet, anything on the news. So like whether, because we only have one, side of the news we don't have like a fox and a cnn we have a liberal news so ctv global cbc all of those those are all paid directly from our government and so when things like the afghan pullout happened they got a media blackout on it they were not allowed to discuss it even though we still had canadians there so a lot of these things are happening i've been going on a lot of podcasts in the united states doing my best to like scream it and the people are like she's being dramatic well i'm not because if you are saying something that is opposing to the current disaster of an administration that we have mm -hmm. and an abomination of a veterans affairs just like yours is i'm sorry but they do target people and they do make their make sure things are shut down and the first week bill c11 came out my anybody who was that was on turning points that's been on my show mm -hmm. demonetized just like boop, out of the blue I think I have like 36, uh, 2,600 subscribers. Like, why do you care? Yeah. It's my audio you should care about. It's not this you should care about. Care about. But my point is, it's, everyone's having it happen. And people are like, it's, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Then you're not doing anything for them to take notice of you. Yeah. That's not on me. And that's what we try to tell people all the time because uh, people have been trying to figure out our YouTube and all this other shit. I mean, I don't, do we even have one video that's monetized? Like full green on, on our thing? Probably not. <laughs> Um, I will say this, it has opened up uh, for two reasons, though, because mm -hmm. if you hit him in the wallet, that, that hurts. Mm -hmm. uh, Google is losing money off of YouTube. YouTube is the only thing they're losing money off of, and they can't figure out why. Well, yeah. they're demonetizing everything, and they're not putting priority uh, ads during podcasts and long-form shows and things yeah. like that. That's one. Uh, two, Twitter now has just opened up for two-hour podcasts. No yes. way. So we just entered the program last night. And uh, we will be having some of our episodes that are on our Patreon up there. We're going to test it out with the Alex Jones show that got banned on this one uh, for YouTube. So let's put Twitter to the test as far as uh, the freedom of speech thing goes. And we'll see how that one does. But we signed up for it last night. I was able to upload uh, a movie to my channel last night because it had gone blue. 
uh, a couple days before. And it seems like they're giving priority to it in long-form video. Um, and as of last night, I'm not sure if you heard, all of Daily Wire's contents uh, will also be available on Twitter. I didn't. Their video. Um, now, whether that's going to be behind their own subscription model mm-hmm. within Twitter or paywall, I'm not really sure. I don't think they want to give up that, that money they're making on the Daily Wire app. And I think, Dan, you called it that it'll probably be subscription on Twitter. But even, I would assume so, yeah. Even so, that, that's not a bad step no. of like, all right, great. At least it exists there and you have different alternatives to mm-hmm. find this type of content. Because if not, let's say you were just stuck with YouTube, yeah. which we were for a very long time. It is slow. It is arduous. It fucking sucks. And they demonetize everything. Yes, and I'm seeing that. So we started our Patreon about a month ago, and we've just started hammering it and populating mm-hmm. it like crazy because at what point, I mean, you put a lot of effort into these things. We did too as, yeah. as well, by yeah. the way. So yeah. yeah. It's, it makes a difference. It does. And I'm excited to see where it goes. It's, it's just the country now is in a weird position when you have people like CSIS coming out and being like, do you guys know how many CCP police stations you guys have? Do you know how many people have been influencing your elections? And for some reason, nobody seems to care. I, it, here's what blows my mind. And people, you're dramatic. I'm sure as shit I am. Because our country is the, it's like our, your CIA coming to you and being like, listen to me. All of the presidents for since uh, 2013 have been heavily paid by the Chinese. How do you think America would react? I don't think America would do shit. You don't yeah. think so? No, we're, because we found the out over the past thing, yeah. couple of years that fucking uh, Hillary Clinton took money from the DNC and paid this guy Steele, um, which he's not a porn star, I'm told. Great name, though. It is a great uh, yeah. name. Like, if it's you're hard making to go up wrong a with fake that name, name yeah. it's a great one. That's the yeah. best one. But uh, he's a foreign intelligence asset. So he was an MI6 guy, okay. right, for the British military or for the British government. And um, they paid him using campaign funds to fi- fabricate the steel dossier, which is connecting somehow connecting uh, Trump to Russia, right? That's, that's essentially oh, what it was. Okay, okay. Now, we know that happened. We also know now, as of a couple of weeks ago, that Obama, while he was president, was briefed on this, that it was fake, uh, that Biden was also briefed on it, knew that it was fake, that the head of the FBI, the head of the CIA, all these people knew that it was fake, and they presented it as truth anyways, right? Mm-hmm. And they did it. How? They did it during the Trump campaign. They did it after he was elected in the lame duck session and they did it again uh, for the entirety of his presidency. So yeah, Americans aren't going to do shit because we've already had the opportunity to do it and nobody did a goddamn thing. Yeah, so ours was called the the Durham Report. We did a huge show on it uh, maybe a week and a half ago on here and to exactly what Dan said, like yeah, you had a special investigation, you had a special prosecutor. He specifically named all the people this went through uh, who was complicit in this and everything else and we've done nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. So it's the same thing that's going on in Canada. Why? I don't really get it. Um, and, and why one side wants it versus the other. I don't, I don't really get that either. And it, I don't it makes know no that, sense. I don't know that anybody wants it. I think that people, people are at the point where they are so exhausted with it. They're fearful of it. And the other thing that... They've done, you know, they've raised taxes to the point where it's so crazy in Canada on everything where people are so, you know, it's like that, you know, when you hear Yanmi talk about, and this is like very dramatic and saying that, but my point is when you make people only try and focus or have to focus on living, mm-hmm. they cannot or do not have the capacity to think about anything else outside of going to work, making sure that we have enough food on the table and, and making sure the mortgage is paid. If that's all somebody has in their life, 
How could they care about anything else that's going on? They don't. This is, this is exactly what I've said on this show for two years, right? Most people are busy. They got kids. They got Correct. lives. They got everything else. You're so worried throughout the day. Like me and my wife, for example, we have three children. So many kids. Taking, I, well, you know, uh, the, the third one was an accident. Okay? okay. Third one was an accident. The first two were for real. But uh, we love her. <laughs> we love her. The third one was an accident. For um, real. Um, first two are real. The last one was, eh, but we love her. She's great. She's and it's great. awesome. But with that many children and everything we're doing in, in life and everything else, you're so fucking busy throughout the day. You're just kind of getting through mm -hmm. it at the end of the day. And that's what um, people who are trying to control you depend on. Yes. Correct. They, they, uh, yes. They, they depend on our, uh, our being myopic and saying, well, I, I can't do anything about it right now. And what we're saying when we say that is that my kids are going to have to fight this fight. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's the, that's the issue is everybody's busy and especially with inflation uh, and prices yeah. being this high yeah. where you've really got to fucking work. I know they're touting these amazing employment numbers here in America at least, but be, when your government check doesn't cover all your shit anymore mm -hmm. um, because inflation's so high, then these people are like, fuck, I gotta go get a job. There was one stat that I read that were people who uh, were felt like they were forced into working um, because of inflation. They were like, oh, they, these, they had to get jobs and this is, it was like 7.8% or something. It was some dumb stat and I was okay. like, but, but you weren't working before yeah, and now you have jobs? to now. But even them where it's just like, well, shit. Um, they, if those people have to work, if you right. keep everybody busy right. trying to keep up with just putting food on the table, a house over your head, like a roof over your head and all that other stuff, then nobody's got time to fight the government. Then exactly. nobody's got time to go out and do shit. Nobody's got time to go in and talk to the librarian mm -hmm. about the books or anything right. else. I think social media podcasts, uh, Twitter in particular right now with all these stories and the Twitter files and everything else being exposed it's opening up a lot more eyes. Mm -hmm. I still think we're a long time away from fighting back and doing something about it. And, and probably so is Canada. Oh, because I totally it, agree. that news doesn't come down here that often. That's, but that's terrifying because then everybody asks me, oh, you live in Canada. How is that? How's everything going up there? No one knows. So does, does everyone else? No, no we, we really like, don't no, know. No, I know because I do text him and I, and I normally, when something goes haywire, he'll say something about it and I haven't heard from him in a while. So if he's not even hearing about it, it's gotten to the point where they're very good at not talking about what they don't want people to hear. And that's just it across the board. And if you're not seeking it out and you're not looking past, like I said, global CTV and CBC and these shows where people reverberate talking points and you can line them up together and hear the same damn thing. If you don't seek it out and you don't have time to seek it out or no one in your circle or around you is speaking about it, you're going to have no damn clue. Well, I, it's not that I don't hear about it. I just I'm at the stage now where I think um, we're mid avalanche and I'm waiting for the avalanche to stop to see what we can salvage. I don't disagree. And again, I still love my country. I still think it's amazing. I think the people that are running it are quite literally, I'm watching the fall of an, I'm, I'm watching it fall from inside. And I can honestly say, I never thought this would happen. Like I just, his, his dad fucked it up. We, and then we came back from it a little bit. And then we had, you know, we had Harper for a little while and I liked him only because he supplied what we needed overseas. I just remember him being like, we're giving them guns. And we were like, woo. But then everything. These are all Canadians you speak of? Yeah, these were all prime ministers. Foreign to us. Exactly. So, like, well, you know, Justin Trudeau's dad was I, prime minister. Yeah, his right, dad right, was but, prime but minister. But Trudeau is truthfully in the last, what, 20, 25 years? I'll say 20, 25 years, somewhere in that range. 
he's the only one that has gotten news coverage on a on a consistent basis, and most of it has been the blackface thing. But do you love that? Or, he's done or that? The, the Castro thing, yeah. that the, the him and the Castro yeah. conspiracy thing. Um, but does, that's kind of it. And then the truckers. He's done brownface. He loves that one, too. So he does brownface. He does blackface. Uh, the truckers thing, taking taking money and closing bank accounts. Uh, you but, know. Let's, but let's take the truckers thing, because yeah. you were on here last time about it. Yeah. What, and this is what I said, Dan, said to Dan the other day. What was the final outcome after that? Did people go back to their jobs like nothing happened? Um, it got to a point where they were going to turn the military. Like we had the wartime act was in, uh, the emergency wartime act was invoked on to our citizens. People got trampled by horses. They gassed people. They literally beat the hell out of people. They used. They tried to use the military. They said they didn't use the military, but they were in the air. So when somebody says they didn't use the military, they were in the air. They just weren't on the ground. Gotcha. And they, they went after their own citizens. And that has n- never happened. We, last time we had the wartime enacted was World War II. Like we, this has never happened. And when he walked away and allowed its citizens, and when I say this protest was kids and moms, it was kids and moms. We had the protest right beside my house on the border in British Columbia. Mm-hmm. And I went out to it. And there was a bouncy castle and ball hockey happening. Horses were coming down. People were barbecuing. This was legitimately, a, hey, we're going to leave a route for safety. We're going to make sure that cops and everyone can come and go if someone gets hurt. It was no issue. But when they said enough is enough, and that's when they started cracking down, it got nasty and it got nasty fast. People got arrested left, right, and center. People did go back to work. The trucks the trucks were there for a really, really long time. And my favorite part about it is civilians in Ottawa started coming out and saying they had PTSD from horns. Oh, gotcha, because there mm-hmm. were so many. So many and yeah. so aggressive. But this is the first time you saw everyday people stand up for themselves. And the saddest part is it didn't make a – it didn't make – it. people got arrested. And it didn't make a dent, right? Nothing, nothing changed. And then after it was over, did people just go back to their houses and their lives and their jobs? If they could, if they didn't lose their bank accounts, their mortgage, their credit cards, their homes, their their jobs for being there. And if you were associated with somebody who was there, you lost your job, depending on your employer. So it was intense for a Sounds like you guys need a civil war, to be honest. Yeah, but it's... We have no guns. uh, I mean, we do. We do have guns, but we... You know, the right people have the guns. You got keys, it sounds like. We got keys and knives. Have you not heard of all the stabbings that have been happening? I have, yeah. And it's, it's very similar to London, um, what's, what happens there. Yeah. Uh, you take the guns, someone's, they're going to use something. Something, yeah. They're well, going mean, to use you, something. They, we just lost 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate on a rail line here. I'm sure you can figure something out. Oh, I saw that. Out. Yeah, you can, yeah. Blow, you can blow some shit yeah, up, for sure. Yeah, you can do anything. For sure. But if you look at it, um, you had you, the thing that went on in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, Australia, where yep. they locked all their citizens in, and then if you fought back or went in the streets. Yep. You either got arrested or they drove you back into your house or you weren't allowed to leave. Or right. like the COVID camp. They would lock you in the COVID camp. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Kelsey, you've been on the show before. You know we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, GhostBed.com forward slash drinking bros. Half off the bundle package. 50% off. It's the adjustable base and the mattress combined together for an amazing lifetime of sleep. They should give you guys those things to, to kill each other with for suicide up in Canada. It'd be great to die. If you're going to get suicided, it, it should be on a ghost bed. Uh, you might as well die in comfort, for Christ's sake. Plus, you can pop it up in a TV mode or book mode. If you want to die upright, that sounds a lot better than just dying lying down, I guess. So that's what the adjustable base can provide for you, brother. It's got USB ports, flashlights, 
the Split King is the most popular option. It comes with two remote controls instead of one. And both of them go up. See, downsy all aroundsies and vibrates. Uh, I love it. Uh, my lady and I have it, so we're never going back. Once you have the adjustable base, you really won't go back. Now, if you already have one you just want a new mattress, you can get a new one for 40% off with the promo code DRINKINGBROS at checkout. You can get anything. That new 3D Matrix mattress, you can get the new Venus Williams mattress. They got a ton of shit over there at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. The sheets are amazing, by the way. Give those those sheets a shot. Um, I've got them in every room of my house. I love them. They're, they're some of my faves. They've got this elastic band that goes around them like a pair of boxers. It's great. Holds the sheets on. Big, big fan of those. Uh, they got the weighted blankets. They got the covers. They got all the things. Plus, right now, you're getting two free luxury pillows with a mattress uh, at checkout. And I promise you, those pillows are just as good as the goddamn mattress. Now, when you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit. Check that box. And all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. And you can walk out of there with a brand-new bedroom set for about 20 25 bucks a month. Head on over to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, we got firstform.com slash drinking bros. You're going to get free shipping with $75 worth of orders there. And I can promise you, you'll ring it up. When you go to firstform.com slash drinking bros, the first thing you need to get yourself is these micro factors. Uh, big fan of these. Uh, this is all the shit that you used to buy from GNC, which is dog shit. Uh, and now you can get them from First Form. And it comes in a box in a little tiny package. It's got all the vitamins mixed together. Boom, you pop it in your mouth and you're good to go for the day. That way you're not, you know, shaking jars around. Eh, I got one of this one. I got two of this one left. No, they're all in one. You don't have to worry about it. You pop it in your gullet and you're good to go. Uh, they've got the antioxidants, the EFAs, the fruits and veggies in there, the probiotics, the multivitamins. Uh, they got it all in one tiny little packet. And the box is cool because it just spits it out for you so you don't forget. Just put it next to your coffee maker in the morning. It's super Super easy there. Uh, also, while you're on firstform.com slash drinking bros, uh, checkouts, their apparel, great apparel, great energy drinks. Huge fan of their energy drinks. Uh, they're littered all throughout the office as we speak. And those protein sticks will change your life. The breakfast sausage. I'm going to say it over and over and over again until you finally order it. That is the best protein stick I've had. Uh, I start the day with those guys, that and a coffee, and uh, usually 16 ounces of water. I think Giorgio's at 32. He's a fucking do-gooder. I'll start with the protein sticks, some coffee, and 16 ounces of water. Good to go. Take some of the micro factors, and I'm up and at them in the morning. Just in case I forget, I keep one on my desk at work uh, because I'm a dummy like that. So you at home, don't be a dummy. Go to firstform.com slash drinking bros today. Free shipping on every order over $75. And they've also got workout plans available over there too as well if you're, if you're trying to get a, a customized workout plan. Derek Weidel will do it. Best in the biz. Firstform.com slash drinking bros. Next up, we got manscaped.com. Promo code drinking bros will get you 20% off there at manscaped.com. Uh, best in the biz as far as the below-the-waist grooming products Nay, I'm going to say your whole body now, dang it. Um, they got the, the ear and nose hair trimmers as well. 
they just came out with some toenail kits. They got everything over there. Summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil your beach bod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body's ready for the wild with their game-changing full body grooming and hygiene products. Don't be the guy at the beach with the Austin Powers chest hair. And if you gruesome winter man tits, the least you can do is make sure they're hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code DRINKINGBROS at checkouts. I love reading these guys' copy. It's always the best. Uh, Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence to level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. Now, what's in that kit? You're going to get the Essential Lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer uh, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. It's great. Uh, They've also put in the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant in there and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner in there. Uh, That's anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer uh, because we know how painful it is when you're wearing a bathing suit all day in the summer months. And no one likes nose hair, so the package also comes with a Weed Whacker 2.0. You also get two free gifts the Shed Travel Bag, which is a $40 value. Uh, love that. Travel with it. Uh, and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxers. Boxers are great as well. And if you're wearing sandals, like I said earlier, get the Shears 2.0, the, na- the nail kits. The nail kit will, will get you where you need to be. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DRINKINGBROS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, plus free shipping with the code DRINKINGBROS at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles at manscaped.com. Sponsor-wise, does it get any better than HelloFresh? Hello! HelloFresh! I see you! I've been eating them with my wife for, man, I want to say three to four years now. Uh, We have it Monday through Thursday, maybe Friday, depending upon what the kids want to do. But it is the freshest ingredients you can get delivered right to your doorstep. Uh, And it's even cold. It's even chilled for you. So you can pop it right out of the box and into the fridge. Look, kids. Uh, If you're like me and you're going to the grocery store a few times a week and you're noticing that bill creeping up into triple digits, it's because you're trying to buy fresh food for your family. It's not sweet. However, HelloFresh makes it a lot easier by doing it for you. These are fresh meals with unbelievably fresh ingredients that get shipped right to your house with a little tiny card that tells you how to cook it. Uh, Some meals you can even do in like 15 minutes. Some of the steaks a little longer, but uh, I'm not kidding, kids. I've had it Monday through Thursday or Friday for pretty much the last three or four years of my life. I'm a gigantic fan of them, but I never got a savings like this. Uh, This is HelloFresh.com slash DrinkingBros16, where you use the code DrinkingBros16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. I'm going to say that one more time because you're getting 16 free meals here. Nobody can offer you that. Not in podcasts and certainly not in life. How they're doing it, I'm not sure. 
but good on them. I love the food. It's the best in the biz. And right now you can get 16 free meals by going to HelloFresh.com slash Bros 16 and use the code Bros 16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Gigantic fan of these guys. There's a reason why HelloFresh's tagline is America's number one meal kit. It's because they are. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2023, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for your phone bill? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year as the first company to sell premium wireless service online only. Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save you a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. I saw the commercials with Ryan Reynolds, and I was like, I'll give it a go. My service sucks here anyways with AT&T, so I switched. It's been pretty easy over there. For people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month by going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail. Mint Mobile passes significant savings to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and switch easily in minutes with eSIM. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless service plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. That is mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. Um, uh, and then you take our country, which isn't any better. Um, right. We just had that Durham report come out, which is probably the most damning information that you could hear as a society. And as far as trying to influence or, or fix an election, right? All going back all the way to 2016 and involve a former president and everything else, nothing is done about that either. So it, it seems like these things happen. We have the answers that we thought they were, and then everybody just goes back to normal life the next day, and that's kind of it. My favorite is when uh, you had Matt Taibbi and is it Mike, Michael Schellen, Schellenberg? Yeah. Schellenberger. Schellenberger. Mm-hmm. Berger, yeah. It testified. Schellenberg. And then they had the individuals just sit there and bluntly say, what makes you think that you have the right to talk about what's going on? Or you're not even a real journalist. It blew my mind that you, the people that are running your country, have the audacity to sit there and say things like that to journalists, to real, genuine journalists. It, it is a, it's troublesome because I guess I always had that mindset that, like, I live on the U.S. border. If something goes sideways, I can swim. Like, we're close. I can hop the fence. Not even a big stress. But now I'm, I'm getting hyper-concerned about you guys. I'm not terribly concerned about the United States. What? Okay. Well, he, he thinks Why? it's going to collapse anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what, okay, so when you say collapse, what do you think comes next? Because that's a that's a huge statement. Mm-hmm. Um, so typically, when you see societal collapse, well, it, it depends on what you mean by collapse. Um, it'll be the housing market followed by our currency, I believe. And oh, what your currency's already? It's getting. It's, uh, it's getting, getting real it's close. Getting yeah. But um, the state solution for that is going to be to try to usher in some kind of digital currency. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just too many people here that aren't going to play ball with that. What they, what, my expectation of what they'll try to do is they'll try to use 
digital currency to prop up uh, mortgages throughout the country, right? So they're mm-hmm. going to try to leverage your home against you, essentially. Um, and that'll work in a lot of the country, but in uh, in some places it's not going to work, and this is one of those places. People are going to the people are going to fight and die here. I think. Why? Why doesn't okay? So why doesn't the United States kind of do a, a separation where there's a two two sets of America where people who want those things you can have that because realistically when America started the idea of one president running all of the states was a little made a little more sense the amount of people that are in America now. Mm-hmm. How can you ever come to? I, I said well, this I mean, exact see, even, thing even the way you're talking about over it is, and over is, again is wrong, and it's why we can't well, I'm get so it done. No, I, I just mean that the way that people think about it. Oh, okay. Uh, there shouldn't. There's no president that runs the country. He's a fucking employee. My, yeah, and, and right? I mean, you have a head, one head. Though I'm saying, like, you can't. Not everyone's going to agree. So why not have more than one? Well, that's what we have a system of government called federalism, right? Which is right. where uh, if. If two thirds of the country doesn't agree on something, uh, which is to say you now have the ability to create a constitutional amendment, that right is supposed to be transferred back down to the state level. Okay, and so that's we how just, we just don't do that, right? That so it's not that our system of government is not good; it's that we don't uh, apply the system of government appropriately. Um, and so here's a good example: so bump stocks on ARs, right? Uh, or not bump stocks? Excuse me, um, uh, pistol braces on ARs. The ATF just decided, like a, 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 an administrative agency inside of the federal government, inside of the executive branch, decided to make a law. Mm-hmm. They decided to make a law. They, they don't have the authority to make a law. Oh, okay. But they decided to do it. And what it's going to do is essentially in about seven days is turn 30 million Americans into felons, right? Essentially, right? Whoa. If the yeah. debt ceiling, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no debt ceiling. No, this is, this is pistol braces. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes, rifles, yes, yes, yeah. correct, yes. Um, now... Since you brought the debt ceiling up, I think I think we should because that's in seven days as well. So yeah, yeah. we should we should absolutely yeah, yeah yeah we should absolutely default on that because the American people don't owe anybody shit. That like that's that's not what we didn't I didn't fucking send Ukraine a bunch of money. Oh, I you know see what I mean? you're yeah. saying like fuck these people. If if our currency's got to fail because of that, I've got four hundred pounds of meat at my house. I'll be fine for a while. Yeah, and the debt ceiling to me has always been like uh, cap salary in, in the NBA. It doesn't really exist. Um, yeah, people go out of work for are they? Well, I mean, allegedly don't get their paychecks for if, three or four if, days. Yeah, but. if Congress doesn't raise the debt ceiling, what will happen is. Biden will unilaterally print a $1 trillion bill yeah. and apply that towards the debt. That's what's going to happen. And it's going to devalue all of our currency even more. And I think we should make them do that. I think it devalues the currency more, and it's going to precipitate the oncoming storm that's necessary. Sometimes you need a little fucking chaos, right? What Did you hear about what New York is doing with meat? No. So uh, Probably shoving it up their ass because they're all fucking... No, it's too, ex- it's, it's too expensive to do that. <laughs> it uh, is expensive. Appar- apparently, they were talking about every time you go and you buy meat, tracking the individual's meat consumption in order to hit the emissions by 26 or 2030, whatever they're going for, like mm-hmm. lower emissions. They're saying so... The um, uh, they want to lower it by like thirty three percent from what it's currently at, and so they wanted to they want to start tracking your meat consumption, so you can only buy a certain amount of meat, x amount of meat. Well, we're we're close to that now, but what they're calling it is uh, uh, shipping or what is it? The shipping shortages or supply chain issues. Mm. Um, so if you go to our grocery store here and you want to get wings, you know, for the big game on Sunday, you get two packs and mm-hmm. that's it. If you buy a third. 
they'll fucking take it from you and, and take it back. And they're like, no, there's a shortage on that. It's like COVID with toilet paper. It's all bullshit. It's it all is. like all of it's fucking bullshit. Well, see, the, these are things um, people will put up with a lot of stuff, obviously. Um, but when you start getting involved in how people put food mm-hmm. on the table for their families, that's when people will go to the mattresses and bring the guns out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's appropriate to do that. If some bureaucratic body somewhere is going to tell me how much and of what I can eat, I will, I will kill that person. You know what I mean? That's this is just, going well. This is, this, is t- this is taking a turn. I mean, you, 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 you don't have the right. He's your friend in real life. Are I'm, you shocked? He's so, your friend in real life. I see you guys hanging out all the but time. But I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. I'm just. The ultimate property, damn. the ultimate right that a human being has is right to property. The ultimate iteration of that is your right to your own body, right? Your mind, what you think and what you put into your body. That, that is your, that is the very basic fundamental right of being a human being. And if somebody is going to use violence or the threat of violence, and if you don't believe that's what it is, you're going to rack up fines and eventually somebody with a fucking little gay badge on their fucking chest is going to show up at your house with a gun and some handcuffs to try to take you to prison, right? That's the threat of violence. And if you're going to try to pull that shit on me, I will execute you right there in the fucking spot. That's just how it is, right? And I think that's appropriate. I don't think that's... Uh, some kind of anarchist viewpoint or fucking some kind of extremist violent viewpoint. I have the right to fucking eat what the fuck I want, bitch. And if you if you literally think it's in your best interest to come try to tell me what to do in that regard, then you're gonna have to deal with the fucking consequences of it. And I'm not the only one like that. I promise you no. that. We got a we had a meat guy come on the show yesterday. He was rad, by the way. Um, and uh, and I bought a shit ton of meat uh, from him afterwards. That could be the next cocaine dealer, right there. Oh, I. You know what I'm saying. I don't Slanging doubt it. meat, dude, out of the back of a trunk. I went to, uh, my husband and I went to Costco like two weeks ago, and we buy these big tenderloins, and then we cut them up and freeze them. Uh, we bought them like a year ago when we were getting, doing like a meat run, and it was 160 bucks. Now it's 220 240 Yeah. It's just, they're going to keep making it so that nobody wants to spend, they don't have the money to spend on it, unless you can go to a hunter, you can go to a local butcher, somebody you can get meat from like that. So, oh yeah, that's going to be a new Coke dealer for sure. Every single thing in, in like our lives, like my wife is back there, um, financially, uh, it's just coming down to food now at this mm-hmm. point. When I look mm-hmm. at the bills and I go through the monthly statements, um, even doing taxes because uh, we delay them here. Uh, we, we, well, we've got like six or seven entities, so it's, okay, yeah. all of them have to feed into one. But uh, just looking at it, I'm like, man, I want somebody to blame for this, and it's just the grocery store. No, it's I... just the fucking grocery store. Just living every single day. Mm-hmm. Is it my fault that I had three kids? Probably. I but mean... uh, on, the, on the reverse of that, if somebody with three kids can't, I mean, shit, dude, you're spending this much money on food? What well, you need fuck? to have 2.1 kids just for the population to be maintained. Right. So I feel like I did my job and mm-hmm. then some for the population. You took, you took some for me because I only have one and we're done. Oh, so, you guys are done after one? Oh, yeah. He snipped. Like, we're done. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like it's like know your limit, play within it kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I do I cocaine, like so I don't believe any of that shit. Yeah, you're all good. You're all good. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, cocaine, it will be the new. It'll still be the cocaine. Right. The future. <laughs> right, the right. Coke and meat. Is, yeah. Well, coke and meat is still coke and meat to Dan, so. Yeah. But, I mean, think, of, think about that. W- would you... How far would you go? What, what exactly would you do? Or I guess how big of a risk or how big of a threat do you think it is that some institutional body somewhere is going to dictate what and how you can eat, how you can maintain your fucking life? 
Right. right. Well, I, you know what's funny? You brought that up. So I think about the violence. Like, right? To me, that is an act of fucking war. Sure. And I think about violence. And let's take, uh, I took that Daniel Penny guy is, is a perfect case. The guy in the, the New York subway. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, that's what needed to be done in the subway. Did he mean to kill that guy? Absolutely not. Um, now, the legal fees that are associated with that, him being in jail, now there's going to be a trial. Mm-hmm. He's going to lose probably three years of his life. Um, at, at least. At least. And that's assuming that he's they, that a jury of his peers in New York City, which isn't a goddamn thing uh, at all. That's assuming they're going to say not guilty on right. this. Um, and that's a big assumption. Because let's face it, they just they had Trump on these charges that they read mm-hmm. off the list of nothing because they don't in New York you don't have to say what you're being charged for until the actual trial starts. So oh, wow, yeah, it's a fun one. I, we went through it on the show, but uh, if if you're not getting off there, and then he went back for the E. Jean Carroll thing that was also in New York. Mm-hmm. This story is now national. There's no right. fucking way they're going to let this guy walk. No, it's going to take. Whoever wins in 2024 to pardon this guy, mm-hmm. if it is a Republican. Or it's going to take another January 6th moment. Where Correct. people that are fed up with this bullshit march in there and fucking dare somebody to shoot him. Right. Right. Because it's setting a precedent if they do let him off. Uh, y- y- like yeah. that you can walk around like, oh, no, but this guy was like threatening people. Unfortunately, he's going to be the person that takes the brunt of this. But let's say you are in the rights. Yes, and in my opinion, he was in the rights uh, with that type of action or mm-hmm. violence, however you want to describe it. That's what happens to you. And you're watching it getting played out. Uh, and you're, you're going through Kyle Rittenhouse is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Going through that bullshit for three years mm-hmm. and everything else. That is everything you own. That is every cent that your family has. And it's going to lawyers. Then you might not even get off at the end of it. And then you might spend the rest of your life in jail. And I think that's when you turn uh, you know, the beer on yourself. And you're like, all right, is any of this worth it? Mm-hmm. It, like, is it mm-hmm. for my kids to grow up without a, a father or a mother or whatever it is? And I think that's the answer in which most Americans or Canadians just say, no, it's not worth it. It's yeah. not worth it yeah, today. What you're saying by that is that it, I'm okay with my kids living under an oppressive regime. Like, it's either I risk what I have right now or I risk my entire lineage's future. That's the decision you're making. Or do you teach them to get jobs or get uh, positions in life of uh, you know, importance that they can actually change laws, bills, lo- you know, legal. Like, is that what you do? I if think you, it's a if bit you of believed both. In the, if you believed in this system, do you believe that there are enough people we could elect to change what's going on in America right now? Because I don't believe that. Because I don't think these people are the ones making decisions. I think it's very wealthy people, right? Not just in the United States, but uh, globally. Who are telling? Who are giving them money and telling them what to do, and they're fucking doing it, right? Even these slapdicks in, like, I don't know, let's say South Dakota, two hundred and seventy state and local DAs and judges were funded by Soros. So, what does that tell you? Yeah, you know the answer to this question. Yeah, I think Uh, it's the saddest part is that that gets to the point where you just realize that's the reality. And you don't want to think that. No, you don't want to think it. And then you look at the other side of what the alternative is. And I'm looking at this poor kid who's sitting in jail. Yeah. Beautiful man, by the way. I was unaware that he looked like a there will be a movie a porn star. Oh yeah, there will Jesus be a movie. Christ. Timothy Chalamet might play. Oh him. that. Oh, he would be great. Blonde him up like the, that. Um, well, yeah, when he walked out of court, I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking, that's a sexy marine right there. He's Let's gonna go. Write, he's gonna write a book. It's gonna be a movie. It's he'll he'll. 
He'll get it back on the back end. He's going to go through some trauma. And he's going to lose his 20s. He's going to lose his 20s. Yeah, but your life doesn't start to your 30s. But listen, he's going to lose his 20s. Here's the real problem that's going to come from this. It's going to follow his kids. It's mm-hmm. going to follow his wife. It's going to follow his mom and his dad and his aunts and his uncles. And they're going to take the brunt of it from everyday Americans who saw somebody killing somebody. And really what that was, because let's be honest with ourselves, he could have pulled the knife. He could have pulled the gun. Like if he was a Marine, he could have been somebody that carried something and could have escalated the situation. But he really just did technically yeah. de-escalate the situation. It just ended horribly. Or did it? I mean, like I got arrested forty-four times. Yeah, in the it's last not, eight I'm just years. trying to. I'm fine with it. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't disagree. But yeah, I'm, he just you know, took out the garbage. That guy was a piece of is. shit. Yeah, I'm glad he's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, we don't have any. By the way, on this show, uh, his uncle. The one that was on TV talking about we're going to sue everybody. Yep. Uh, he's got arrested for pickpocketing. Fantastic. No way. Come on. Runs I'm in the, shocked. Runs in the family, wow. I guess. Just being a fucking yeah. total piece of shit. Yeah. He <laughs> he needed to be dead. I try to have empathy for others, but it's still... That I don't have empathy like for that. people that I don't like, either. hit old ladies. Yeah. And no, shit. no, I'm not. Like if you're, look, look, I, there are some things that I'm glad we've progressed on as a society. I don't think we should be cutting people's hands off or stealing shit. But if you use violence against other people, particularly people who can't defend themselves, you should be executed summarily. Fuck you. Yeah, isn't that what Florida just did with the death penalty? If you touch a child, like if you if you harm a child. There's so much shit going on in Florida. It's it's hard to dissect right now and be real with you. Um, yeah. I know they're passing shit left and right down they there. They really so, are. I mean, they're jamming at home down there. Uh, so, yeah, you, you could be correct in that. But even back to the George Floyd thing, too. What, what Didn't he point the fucking gun at the pregnant woman's yeah. belly and yeah, all yeah, that? Yeah. And you're just like, yeah. bro. Another piece of shit. Like, yeah. lifelong criminal. Just fucking die, man. Yeah, I mean, this, he, this is where he, I support Canada. He did stick up a pregnant woman. He didn't put the gun to the stomach. That was... Uh, uh, Either way, yeah. all, all good we'll on that on. one. Yeah, uh, like solid there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take it, out. just pointing a gun at a pregnant woman, good. Just wipe them off. Far enough. Trebuchet into the ocean. I wish it was something fun like that, though. Like, remember so how it used I. to be, like, with Gladiator, you were like, this person's going to die. Now. Malibu's going to come out, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just, boom, he's <laughs> checking people. Yes. And it's a blonde guy. Who's that guy that's in all the memes right now? Is he the actual guy from the show American Gladiator? Yes. It is. Mm-hmm. Perfect. He looks great still. Let's let him be the guy. Yeah. And then, boom, he can fucking wreck these people. But how many people would stop the bullshit if they started seeing people publicly either trebuchet into the ocean, yep. fed to sharks, little bits. Like, like I'm just saying, a little torture never hurts. Anymore. Town hangings were awesome. Like, they that have, was pretty, and it, it was very effective. Very effective. You saw a body in the town square for 10 days, uh, you know, decomposing and flies start to get there. Think twice. Yeah, I don't, maybe I don't, I don't need that anklet. Yeah, there's a reason since, uh, you know, the dawn of humanity. We've <clears throat> executed people and then cut their heads off and put them on spikes out in front of our camps. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, you can you can play by the rules or you can die. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like I, what the priest did to like all the indigenous children in Canada. Sure. Yeah. They killed. Them, yeah. They know, killed just, them. Just murdered people yeah. because. Then yeah. that that's kind and of everyone stay quiet. That's, we a, that's always kind of like that's always kind of been the rule and it's been primarily either the state or the church that's dictated what is and isn't right. Right. Mostly because the state. Uh, and church colluded to keep people illiterate until the middle part of the 16th century and keep the Bible in Latin so nobody could read it. Uh, this is in Western civilization anyways. And as people became smarter, they started to rebel a little bit. You may have heard of a guy named Martin Luther. He's one of them, right? Uh, not the white King, one or the black one? The white one. There the we German. go. Okay. Just checking. Just <clears throat> checking. 
but it's for the you know, audience, we have the opportunity now with technology to instead of aligning ourselves by geolocation or uh, type, I guess if you're going to call it that, ethnicity, nationality, religion, or any of that stuff, you can decide to align yourself with people that share the same values and principles that you have. And you can fucking circle the wagons and fight anybody that comes and tries to stop you. And that's what America was supposed to be, mm-hmm. right? We fucked it up big time. Makes me sad. I know. Let's get to something happy here. Can Let's talk we? about your new book, uh, Brass and Unity here. What's the actual release date? Because I know pre-sales are out now. Yep. What's the actual re- release date for July it? 11th. July 11th. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it says, one woman's journey through the hell of Afghanistan and back. I didn't pick that part. You didn't pick that title. <laughs> no. I, I always ask because I, I want to know. That was Brass the publisher. Uni- yeah, the Brass and Unity was mine. <laughs> I wanted to leave it as that, but like, they need a title. They need a little. And I was like, sure do. It's the least cheesy one we got. They sure do. Yeah. Um, what's the process of this? Uh, writing writing wise. Yeah, for you in particular. It's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, some people write with ghostwriters. Some people uh, do it all themselves and then use the editor from the publisher. What was the actual writing process for you? And how does somebody who's as busy as you even write a book like this and, and find the time? So it's been a five-year process. Uh, I got an opportunity. Somebody heard about my story. It was Neil McDonough from Band of Brothers heard about it. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, he's on the front cover. Blonde. Yeah, they're, they're the ones that optioned the, for the TV series. Neil McDonough did? Yeah, it's no on shit. the cover. Bob, Papa, I, I understand that. But, it's uh, right there. Yeah, Unless, he's a, here's, here's the thing. Neil's a daywalker, man. Hang he's on. The best. Everybody right now is saying, all right, I've heard the name. Yes. But as soon as you see this face, pop up his face. It's one of those guys where you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. You've been the villain in every goddamn thing going back to the OC. He's, you know? He's honest to God, one of the nicest humans I've ever met. Pop uh, up his picture. The though. best platoon leader in Band of Brothers. Yes, yes, yes. He's a great fucking actor. He's the best. And he's the great family man. And he's an incredible How did you dad. fucking meet Neil McDonough? Showed up at a charity event with his wife, his amazing wife, Rouvet, and uh, their five kids. There he is right there. And um, yeah, he was in everything from Band of Brothers, Yellowstone, oh, Captain you, you America. Oh, you name it. Yes. He's and in he's, it. He's usually the bad guy in it, the OC, Boom, a yeah. bunch of stuff. Yeah. But he's like the nicest guy in real life, which makes sense. But no you sense. have to put his picture up, though. I know. <laughs> if you put a little I McDonough know. head on the front of the book, then I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah. That guy's dope. Yeah. That's what we said. But That's so, amazing. Yeah. So we came to a charity event, but somebody heard of my story and said, like, you should write a book. And I was like, well, I'm not a Navy SEAL, but I'll give it a go. So I started writing. Um, just chronologically from basically the time I wanted the book, like my life to start. And then I just took it from there and it took about five years and it bounced to a Canadian publisher. We pulled it from them and then COVID happened. So that's why we pulled it. We're like, the release won't work during COVID. Everything was going haywire. Smart. Yeah. Because you can't do interviews and all that shit. I mean, you could have done it through Zoom, I guess. That doesn't work. No, it's not great. No. So then I started writing and um, their editors went through it, but I wrote the whole thing. I started with a 70,000 word, kind of start and I just like dumped myself onto a page um just did that for a while and then it got to a point where uh another person found out about me and said hey I want to take a look at the book it got to a a different publisher I got and then I got optioned by Post Hill and distributes through Simon and Schuster Mm -hmm. and they said you know show us what you have. So I showed them what I had and they're like this is fantastic I said but I want to add three more chapters because since I had stopped writing it was, I started doing psychedelics and then the Afghan pullout happened and I got involved in that and I wanted to add some other kind of things down the line. So they gave me the opportunity to write another three chapters with it and uh, I wrote those out and they said, can you have it done at a certain time? So I crushed it out and then sent it to the editor. It had, I only went back and forth twice with the editor. So it was really smooth, really easy process for me to be honest. And then 
the next step for me was to make sure that, you know, I changed enough names to make sure that the Afghan family had their face blocked out, right? That they were happy with everything and make sure people were good with it. Mm -hmm. And then we slapped it together. And that was last year. I signed the deal uh, right before I went to Peru. And then it, it yeah, comes out a year later. So it's been a five-year process to definitely get to this point. And for me, it's just been being accountable and consistent and saying, if I'm going to write a page today, I'm going to write a page today. Yeah. Whether it's shit or not, I'm going to take, you know, take the initiative. I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause usually somebody comes in and, you know, has a ghostwriter, they'll mm -hmm. interview you and then kind of put your life mm -hmm. uh, out there and everything else. Um, the fact that you sat down and did it, uh, cause it, look, five years is you get one shot at a life story. Oh, that's what I tell. No. That's what I tell everybody who, you know, I've written a biography before. Uh, for a buddy of ours. And uh, and I said, look, whatever you got yeah. inside of you, every single story from a kid to now, mm -hmm. get out because you, nobody has a part two. Was that Matt's book? Yes. Yeah, and I yeah. go, nobody I has a, no, but I, that was the biggest advice I gave him. I said, nobody gets a second biography. Right. You get one, you get one shot at it. Now, if your company explodes and everything else around it, then sure, you can write about your company later on. Yeah, exactly. But as far as your life and everything that goes on in it, you want to tell all the cool stories and get that out because- mm -hmm. You don't know if you're ever going to have another one right. and, uh, and you got one life right now. So mm -hmm. that's rad. Um, how is your company doing, by the way? Because last time you were on the show, we talked about Brass and Unity. Um, the products are amazing. Thank you. And it seems to have taken off. I mean, that's the funniest part is when you say that. We've been around for eight years. Mm -hmm. And so we actually kind of took off in 17 when we started doing Ellen. Like, so Kevin Hart, we t I tell a story in there about Kevin Hart and how we met. And he actually was one of the reasons we changed the name from my initial name because it wasn't supposed to be a business. He gave me a really good idea uh, one day and we changed and incorporated the name after that. And that's when it kind of kicked off. And by then we had been on Ellen. We were on um, Julian Huff and Michael Buble and, you know, Jesse Tyler Ferguson were wearing our stuff. And for to get a bunch of liberal people to wear bullet casings on their wrist was like, we're get, okay, maybe this is going to get somewhere. And everything was kind of trucking along. COVID happened and we were a retail business. So we had 200 retailers in North America that carried the product and that shut down like that. Mm -hmm. So then we had to, and at that point, we weren't really online at all. So we had to pivot really aggressively, get online functioning and start building an email list. And so we're still in the process of doing that and we're definitely growing, but it is it has been an interesting past couple of years to say the least. And so we're at that point now where, we're getting back to where we were. The podcast has helped a lot with the advertisement and talking about Rasta Union and people knowing the name. That's why everything is named the same. Mm -hmm. It's because ultimately we donate from the whole umbrella and everything falls under the company. Well, it's also just smart branding. Well, I think so. I mean, I try to do some things right. Not everything, but we do some things right. And so it's, it's doing well. But really the thing that's popped and the thing that I'm hyper-focused on is the buddy check the buddy check pack that we do. It is just the paracord rope bracelets with a little 38 casing on them and they come in a pack of two. And the whole thing is it prompts you to call somebody and have a hard conversation that you didn't really know how to start or just because you haven't spoke to them in a while. It's instead of going to have alcohol and sit down and have beer, which I have no issue with, but I'm, you know, I, with my TBI, don't drink very much anymore. I'm just trying to do that. Sure. So um, it, it just, it's another way to start a conversation about, hey, what's going on with you? Or like, hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. And like, I hear that you might not be doing that great. So what we do is you, they come in a pack of two. The whole thing is buy, pack, call a buddy, save a life. And so we've sold in two years, 17,000 of these. Holy shit. So something is telling me that people are good with this. This is working. So I'm, you know, Brass and Unity is hyper-focused on that and, and working with that. We have a partnership with uh, Boot Campaign for You Matter with those bracelets. We love those guys. Yeah. We were wearing the You Matter shirts uh, to help uh, that campaign, actually. Yeah, so we do it every September. Yeah. Um, 
You didn't wear the bracelet. He wore the shirt, though. I don't wear bracelets. I don't yeah, care what you wear, say. He doesn't wear jewelry. I don't care. That's no excuse. I know plenty of people who don't wear jewelry that wear it. Anyway, so. You're not going to talk him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm do everything I can. <laughs> There's everything. no amount of pressure you can apply to me to make me do something I don't want to do. I I know, we did wear the shirts, though. We did wear yeah, the shirts. Yeah, we, wanted, we wore the wear shirts, shirts on the show. Oh, yeah. I, I, wear right I wear shirts. <laughs> I'm not Randy from Trailer Park Boys. Or Burt Kreischer. So, yeah, no, we're, we've been doing that, and that's been a hyper-focus. And then we just actually launched a partnership with Support Our Troops in Canada, that yellow ribbon. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're their first official outside partnership for the Buddy Check bracelet as well with them. So it's making a difference. We're talking talking to Invictus as well coming up. And so we're trying to show not only the military, but civilians. It's like, you can find a way to check on yourself. This is like the live strong of the mind minus the doping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we dope too. We dope too. I mean, I'm fine with that. I have no issue with that. No, but it's, uh, it's wild. Cause that's what, that's how drinking bros was started. I don't know if you know that, but um, no. yeah, drinking bros was uh, never drink alone. Oh, and it, okay. it doesn't, you don't have to get fucked up. You don't have to drink, you know, right. booze with anybody. It's right. just kind of check up on a friend. Exactly. Uh, and Jared Taylor was the one that created it and then uh, created the huge online community and everything else. And it's essentially the same message with yeah. your bracelets where Hey, dude, just call somebody that you haven't chatted with in a while. Check up on them. See how they're doing and everything else. And, yeah, that initial conversation is going to be yeah. Uh, awkward. Yeah. You know? So why not give your buddy a bracelet and be more uncomfortable? Hey, I heard about this stupid little bracelet. You put it on. It's just an ownership thing. It's an accountability thing. And I find that if you can give somebody a reason to be accountable most of the time, they will. They just need a little nudge. It seems to be working. We're quite happy with how the response is going. And I'm, I'm optimistic that it's going to keep going and that's really the hyper focus of the company right now is is getting that message out because let's be honest it's 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 chronic the suicide rate is ridiculous i don't have to explain that to you we had a unfortunately we had a, another jtf2 member um this week alone and so these phone calls are coming and i'm to be harshly honest i'm exhausted with it i'm exhausted with the phone calls i'm exhausted with having to tell other people i'm exhausted with having to be the one they come to to say hey like i need you to call x y and z because i don't can't or i can't do this and and that's fine i am that person to a lot and I, i'm good with that but we don't have to do it this way there are better options this is not necessary like that just doesn't have to be like this if we just we're okay, like be okay with being uncomfortable for two and a half seconds and be like, hey, how are you doing? I know I wouldn't normally, hey, bro, I know I nor wouldn't normally ask you about your mental health, but like, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. It's okay to have that conversation. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's awesome, man. You're always a great guest every time you come here. Now's the point in the show we get to the drinking bro of the week, which is someone who has inspired you or helped you become the person you are today. Who would you like to give the drinking bro of the week to? Oh, that's such a hard one. You've been on the show before. I know. This, this shouldn't be shocking at this point. It's not that it's shocking. It's just that to get to where I've gotten to now. Mm -hmm. There's a lot is, of people. It's a community. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not even going to say, I'm going to say the, the Brass and Unity community because I actually have a group um, on our Patreon that you can join and it is a mental health group on Signal. And when I say mental health, it's a loosely mental health where we offer you challenges. So I'm going to give it to the Brass and Unity Army because these people have shown up for me and made me want to not only be better, but show up every day because I say that I will and I do exactly what I say I will. So I, I'm going to give it to them. All right. Cheers. Thanks, Cheers. man. Uh, the, book, the book is uh, Brass and Unity. It is available for pre-order right now. Yes. Amazon's the easiest yep. probably for everybody in the world. Uh, hardback, by the way. I know I've said this on the show in the past, and I'll say it again. If you buy a hardback... That is the fastest way to get uh, on the New York Times bestseller list. So order a hardback and, uh, and support her. And I think you would probably be the first female G-Watts to ever make the New York Times bestseller list. I think so. 
And I know Tulsi's got a book coming out, so I'm she like, does. I gotta have my. Foot. You gotta beat, I, but you'll beat her. I don't. Well, I gotta When's get her it. book coming out. Uh, she no, she just finished writing it. Oh, she did. Oh, yeah. you got her then. Uh, maybe. Well, we got. Well, get the, you gotta get there. Gotta get there. You gotta get there. Call get the there. publisher and see what the sales are. Get in. Just call and say, hey, what what numbers am I working with? They'll give them to you. I know. Yeah, we were. Wait, I have a call tomorrow. Coming okay. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Because that way you can go on and be like, all right, great. I'm a thousand away. I'm two thousand away, mm-hmm. and and that'll they help. They said a it. minimum of yeah, like the minimum depending on the week, you got to hit at least three thousand. But depending on the week, who's coming out with you, six thousand is like normally the safe number. It is the safe number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah it's um, safe number. Because the other part of this is uh, uh, it starts over the next week. So all your pre-sales go for the first week, and then boom, th- those sales evaporate, and then it yep. goes to the next week. So to stay on there, you got to hit those numbers again. So yep. your best shot is opening week. Absolutely. So pre-order the book, please. Please, uh, Kelsey. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, man. You have a standing invite anytime you want to come on. Thanks, and, dude. Uh, we greatly appreciate you being on today. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. For D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone.